Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 530 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. A uh, dummy in Congress sets off the fire alarm, interfering with Congress, which is a federal offense, as you know. But then he says, I was just going for the exit door. Gavin Newsom is definitely running for president of the United States. And Bill Maher implores Joe Biden not to run for president of the United States. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 30 minutes of nonstop talk for you as we begin our 5 o'clock hour on a Monday. Brand new week upon us. Hope you had a great weekend. And this Gavin Newsom, I mean, he's definitely, definitely running for president here. So I was just mentioning to you a few moments ago, he just signed a law overturning his law, which banned doctors from being able to give their patients information that contradicted the government's narrative. You know, the intelligentsia's narrative. The New Civil Liberties Alliance, which is a nonprofit organization that files both original lawsuits and briefs against the government actions that it believes to be unconstitutional, brought a motion for preliminary injunction against the law. This is not the only notable veto or repeal that Gavin Newsom has recently made. On September 22nd, the California governor rejected a bill requiring judges to consider whether a parent affirms their child's gender identity when making custody and visitation decisions. He also issued a veto against a bill that would have prevented state prisons from sharing inmates' immigration status with federal authorities that same day. Now, those are two moves from somebody who wants to appeal to a general electorate. On September 30th, he vetoed a bill that would have granted striking workers unemployment benefits, saying now is not the time to increase costs or incur this sizable debt. So is the California governor with his wonderful hair, the uh, carbon footprint of which I can only imagine because he uses lots of petroleum based products, probably blow dries his hair, too, and uses hairspray. Is he going to run for president? You're damn right he is. Bill Maher tells Ron DeSantis, I'm sorry, Bill Maher tells Joe Biden to drop out of the race and compares him to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This is from his Friday real-time show on HBO. Cut 20. Someone has to convince President Biden that if he runs again, he's going to turn the country back over to Trump and go... (laughs) (laughs) And go down in history as Ruth Bader Biden. The person who doesn't know when to quit and so does great damage to their party and their country. He's not wrong. Donald Trump said in Anaheim, California, at the California Republican Party convention, as he hilariously mimics Biden getting lost on stage, he talks about Gavin Newsom and why Gavin Newsom's out there all the time. Cut 21. Are being set like gasoline. Gavin has become crooked Joe Biden's top surrogate, I think, because... He doesn't think Biden is going to make it. That's why he's doing it. He doesn't think he's going to make it, and it won't be him so easy. He's going to have a big fight. However, because there will be a lot of Democrats uh, competing, it's going to be very interesting. But let's see. Look, some people say Biden's going to make it. Does anybody think he's going to make it to the starting gate? (laughs) 
I mean, the guy can't find his way off of a stage. Look, here's a stage. Here's a stage. I've never seen this stupid stage before, right? I've never seen it. But if I walk left, there's a stair. And if I walk right, there's a stair. And this guy gets up. Where am I? Nah, he's terrible. Terrible. Yeah. It's funny, and the crowd loves it, and obviously there's a difference in how Joe Biden handles things and Donald Trump handles things. This is why age is not the issue. It's mental acuity, which is the issue. For example, here's Joe Biden over the weekend as he delivered his prepared remarks from the White House. We cannot, under any circumstances, allow America's support for Ukraine to be interrupted Cut number seven. Although the speaker and overwhelming majority of the Congress have steadfastly supported Ukraine to defend itself against the aggression and brutality of the Russians attack on women and children, in addition to the military in Ukraine, uh, there's no Ukraine funding in this agreement. Despite that, I did not believe we could let millions of Americans go through the pain of a government shutdown. But let's be clear. I hope my friends on the other side keep their word about support for Ukraine. They said they're going to support Ukraine in a separate vote. We cannot, under any circumstance, allow American support for Ukraine to be interrupted. I fully expect the speaker to keep his commitment to secure the passage and support needed to help Ukraine as they defend themselves against aggression and brutality. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> that guy does not sound anything like the other guy. In terms of, I mean, there's Joe Biden reading and being boring, and there's Trump being entertaining on, on, on the stage and making the crowd laugh. Remember something, too. And remember, and this is a very, very key point here, when it comes to Ukraine, and that's the story from the Washington Examiner that I brought up earlier to you today, GOP majority is at, uh, is at odds with primary voters on Ukraine. You and I don't want Ukraine funding anymore. You and I don't want this to go on forever and ever and ever. The House voted... 311 to 117 to provide $300 million to aid in Ukraine in a standalone bill last Thursday with every vote against the measure coming from Republicans. But a lot of Republicans voting for it. A lot of Republicans voting for it. And Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer leading the charge here. They care more about Ukraine's border than our own border. They don't give a damn about securing our border. Not at all. Not in the least. Even Corrine Jean-Pierre said... Tying Ukraine funding to securing our own border amid the worst border crisis on record is a political stunt. She describes this as a political stunt cut to. That Speaker McCarthy made repeatedly on Face the Nation yesterday was that he wants any additional funds for Ukraine tied to uh, congressional action on border security. Is that something that the White House would consider supporting for a vote on Ukraine funding? So look, I think the American people are fed up. They're fed up of the political games, the political stunts that House Republicans are doing on our national security and also our government. Now, you know what they're fed up about? They're fed up with the idea of spending money in Ukraine forever and ever and ever with no end in sight. Representative Byron Donalds responded to this ridiculous spending bill that was passed over the weekend, which was never about keeping our government open, never about keeping our government open, and entirely about funding Ukraine. Cut number eight. What did you extract from what we saw play out in the last few days. Well, look, I'm gonna be honest. We did not get anything out of this continued resolution. The border is still unsecured in our country. Why is that? That's because Joe Biden and the Democrats got their way. The Democrat members are very happy with this deal. I think this is a terrible deal for the American people because cutting this government spending down must happen. Inflation is still running rampant. That's not MAGA Republican. That's MAGA Republican. That's common sense. Having a secure border, that's not MAGA Republican. That's common sense. The Democrats are extremely radical on this position. And so I would implore my colleagues that whatever's going to happen over the next 45 days, we got to stand together because at the end of the day, 
It is the Democrats who don't want to want to secure our border. They do not want to get the fiscal health of this nation back on track. They do not care about what is affecting the men and women in our country, regardless of their politics. Do you think they will stand together? Do you think the speaker's in trouble? I think he is in trouble. Part of that is because there has to be some level of strong leadership in our chamber. I'm just going to be totally blunt. There are a lot of trust issues in my chamber right now where people feel on both sides of our conference that everybody's not going to hold hands and continue to do this work together. Um, that was indicative also of what happened yesterday on the floor, where it took more Democrats to pass this, mm -hmm. this deal to keep the government open. The same thing happened on the debt deal. But at the end of the day, we got to find a way to come together, stay focused as a, as a conference. That's what I want to do. But border security has to be the number one thing that we fight for going forward. We must secure our border. Joe Biden simply won't do it. He doesn't want to. That's the thing. He doesn't want to. He doesn't care about our border. He cares about Ukraine's border. He doesn't want to. Now, I've mentioned how Gavin Newsom's going to run for president. All right? He's going to run for president. There's no question in my mind about that. The other question that we all need to ask ourselves is this. Is Ron DeSantis still going to run for president? I mean, let's face it. Ron DeSantis does not have the, the mojo here. D Trump has a 50-point lead. And like it or not, love him or hate him, he's going to be the nominee. All right? He's going to be the nominee. Now, maybe Glenn Youngkin will get in. Maybe something will change. Maybe an, uh, an asteroid will hit the Earth. Maybe Trump will die. Who knows? But as of right now, Trump is getting the nomination. DeSantis is not. Bill Maher actually made the point to Ron DeSantis Friday night. This was not your time. This should not have been your cycle here. This was not the time for you to run. I got to be honest with you. I don't think Bill Maher's wrong. At one point, I thought Ron DeSantis absolutely had a run. But that was November of 2022, right after he won. And he waited way too long. And now it's very, very obvious that he doesn't have what it takes. And the only question I have right now is not can Ron DeSantis win. He cannot. He will not be the nominee. He's not going to beat Trump. But can he save himself for 2028? Can he redeem himself for 2028? That's really the only question left at this point, I think. Cut 19. The thing is, you did not take my advice. What was it? I was on this show a few times when we talked. I said, this guy's crazy to run this time. He's, what are you, 45 years old? Yeah. You just had a birthday, right? Yeah. You could run for the next 20 years. If you were Biden, the next 40. <laughs> okay, why run against Trump? You're trying to thread this needle that will never happen. Well, for a couple of reasons. You, you, can't, you can't disavow him because you, that's the base, and yet you're running against him. And that's why, I mean, let's face it, Ron, if this if campaign was going well, you wouldn't be on this show. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> um, no. So, um, one, I don't think he can win the election. Uh, I could win the election. Two, I don't think he could actually get the job done that we need to do. For example, COVID. I think we need accountability for what this government did to this country with the COVID restrictions, mandates, and lockdowns. Donald Trump is not going to do that. He says he did everything right. He says he saved millions of lives with lockdowns. He claims his MNRA shot saved 100 million lives. He's not going to clean house at CDC, NIH, FDA, or any of that. I will do that. I will get the job done. And a lot of other things we do. The one thing about me in Florida, and even my critics will acknowledge, if he says he's going to do something, he will follow through and get the job done. So it's about the country. Are we going to get the country turned around or not? I don't think he's a vehicle that, that's doing. And, and I have been, when, when I supported him on, on the things I liked, I've said it, but I've been critical about the things that he didn't do, and I'll well, continue to do that. Okay, but you... <laughs> but you campaigned for, for election deniers in 2022. This I do not forgive. Well, to look. quote the Godfather, <laughs> I mean, Carrie Lake, who said Biden's illegitimate president, Trump didn't. Well, now she's attacking me. So maybe I did make a mistake there because uh, she's out there saying she, she's you, trying to say that we mandated vax in Florida. We did the opposite. We protected people even from private mandates. So anyway, so, so you got the point. I mean, Bill Maher, you know, I think he's he's not wrong when he says that, that this is the cycle and this was not your. This was not your cycle. But Maria Bartiromo asked him a question. You know, would you agree to be Donald Trump's running mate? And again, you got two people from Florida. So I don't know if it works. But early on, people had hoped that that would be the case, that the, the two of them would team up together. Uh, the end is coming for Ron DeSantis' campaign. There's just, there's just no way around it. Um, 
you know, I told you I'm very good at reading political tea leaves. My analysis on this stuff is is pretty spot on. And it's not that I don't like DeSantis. It's 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 just about it's just about that. You know, it's just about politics is timing. Timing is everything in politics. Uh, cut 18. President Trump came to you and said, let's partner up. You be my VP. Would you do it? No, I'm, I'm running for president. We need somebody that can serve two terms. We need somebody that can win states like Georgia and Arizona, which President Trump cannot do or did not do, even though candidates like McCain and Romney had no problem winning those states. We need somebody who, and I'm the only one running, including Donald Trump, everything I've promised the voters that I would do as governor of Florida, uh, I've delivered on. We delivered ba- uh, budget surpluses, paying down debt, tax cuts, school choice, parents' rights banning sanctuary cities, expanding Second Amendment rights, all and all down the line. Uh, I promise and I deliver. And that's really what we need because the country is in decline. Uh, we can't just manage this decline a little bit better than the Democrats. We need to reverse the decline. But that means you've got to get in there and actually get all this stuff done. Uh, and I'm the candidate that's, that can get do that. And that's why I'm running. And I think that with all due respect to Donald Trump, uh, we're not going to beat the Democrats by adopting Joe Biden's basement strategy. Yep. You can't just be missing in action. You got to show up. Uh, you got to earn people's votes. Uh, and if you're not willing to do that, uh, voters will take notice uh, as we get closer to these contests. I mean, here you have two interviews where the, the hosts are making the point to him. The writing's on the wall, man. It's, it's, it's you're not going to win. But he's just, you know, giving the, the, the talking points. But anyway, 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Speaking of Gavin Newsom, the woman he appointed today to the U.S. Senate, the first LGBTQ black woman. So we have a black lesbian woman. Now, I don't know what a woman is. It's always amazing how the left has, they, they never want to define what a woman is until they want to brag about appointing the first woman to something. You notice that? Then they're all about exactly what gender is. Like, well, they'll brag about coming out and appointing Katanji Brown-Jackson as the first black woman to the Supreme Court. And then she can't even define what a woman is, even though they bragged about her being a defining person as a woman. Well, here you have Gavin Newsom appointing the first black lesbian woman. I don't know. With the left, when, they, when it, it suits them, they can absolutely define what a woman is. When it doesn't, they have no idea what a woman is. It depends. Then at that point, it's a birthing person or, uh, or people who lactate or whatever the other stupid phrases that they use are. But Newsom was also asked a point about, hey, uh, not for nothing, but, you know, the person you appointed is from Maryland, right? You, The person you appointed to the United States Senate seat to take Dianne Feinstein's seat is actually from Maryland. How do you respond to that? This is what he said. How do you respond to criticism over residency? Well, she she literally took that job at Emma's list, still has a house out here, and re-registered. And we were transparent about that and put that forward. So I don't know how I'd respond to it. I guess the response was in the announcement. It's a typical swamp creature who lives in the D.C. suburbs, runs Emily's List, a super pro-abortion, lefty kook organization. And again, not someone who's in California living day to day. It's another swamp creature. But again, he needs to show, if he's going to run, that he's not just a white guy. He's a white guy who will appoint the first black lesbian woman to the United States Senate. It's, it's what it is with the left. It's all about boxes you check and everything else and fire alarms you pull. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. By the way, speaking of pulling fire alarms, Democrat Representative Jamal Bowman says he still stands by his statement that he pulled the fire alarm in the Capitol complex by accident. Understand now he has interfered with a congressional proceeding. Technically speaking, he should be charged because all those January 6 people have been charged with interfering with a congressional proceeding. He did it to try to stop a vote from taking place. Now he's lying about that. And his excuse is I'm an absolute moron. Cut three. Uh, do you still stand by your statement that uh, fire alarm was an accident? You know, I don't know why this has gotten so much attention. I was literally just in a rush to go vote, man. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid of any repercussions, either from leadership or from legally from capital police? I, I mean, listen, I take responsibility for what I did, you know, but like I said, I was in a rush to go vote, and, uh, you know, the investigation will, will, will sort everything else out. Uh, have you talked to Jeffries about it? Oh, yeah, of course. That's day one. Yes. How was that conversation? Well, I got to keep that between me and the leader, so I'm not going to share that publicly. Yeah, uh-huh. We've been in touch with each other. 
uh, you guys pull the fire alarm whenever you're running late to the show, right? Which is which is uh, which is quite often. <laughs> No, but I haven't done it yet. I might have to give it a shot, though. I'll have to see what the repercussions are and then make my decision from there. No repercussions for us. No repercussions for him. <laughs> he seems to be doing all right so far. He's got people defending him. He's fine. Oh, everyone came out and defended him. It was kind of strange. How the hell do you pull a fire alarm thinking it's opening an exit door? In I, what universe does that ever happen? It says pull right on there. I could, you know, I could guess you could kind of mistake it that way but the only problem with that logic is that you're no longer pushing or pulling on the door you're there were multiple on signs on that door that basically said they were going to set off an alarm if you use the door and i don't understand why he would then decide to move away from the door and then pull the fire alarm as if that was going to like bypass the triggering mechanism right the, the logic doesn't make any sense there is a theory how about this it's not logic how about you say it's not logic it's a lie it's a huge bs lie he knows exactly why he pulled the fire alarm. it's definitely a lie he was trying to delay a vote on that stopgap bill uh, question i i mean that even if even the new york times is suggesting that may have been his motive then i'm going to suggest that was probably his, his motive from what i read the bill was crafted by republicans and republicans alone uh it was something like 80 pages they had an hour to decide whether or not they were going to vote on it uh hakeem jeffries had claimed that he didn't trust um McCarthy, uh, and they needed time to go through the the bill thoroughly. Uh, they tried to buy time, and uh, that may have been the mechanism that Bowman decided to use. The mechanism being the fire the alarm. fire alarm, yeah, yeah, buy him a little extra Full time. Proof plan, which would be interfering with a congressional proceeding. It would seem like it to me. But AOC defended him. <laughs> Idiots love to rally around idiots. And I think that that's exactly what's happening here. Uh, here's uh, Ocasio-Cortez on with uh, Jake Tapper, cut 15. He says it was an accident. He thought pulling the alarm would open a door uh, based on the fact that the doors to his right there were locked. And there was a sign that he said he was, I think someone said it was confusing. I I'll be honest, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. Have you talked to him? What's going on? I mean, listen, I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's there's something to be said about the government's about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. He so pulled a fire alarm. So I'm I'm what I am here to say is that House administration and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are an active and he's fully participating in saying there was a misunderstanding. But what I do think is important to raise is the fact that Republicans, representatives like Nicole Maliotakis and others, immediately moved to file motions to censure, motions to expel before there before there has even been conversations that are that are finished to even see if there was a misunderstanding here. You know, every time she talks, I want to pull the fire alarm. You know that? <laughs> every time I hear her voice, I want to pull the fire alarm and just run the hell out of the room, whatever room I'm in. Her voice is as grating as a fire alarm. Woom, woom, isn't it? Come on, be honest. <laughs> uh, she was looking great in the interview. That's all I'll say. Oh, I don't you're, just, you're disgusting, you know that? <laughs> you are. I just don't understand why she answered that question directly. Just pivot. want to wait for the investigation to conclude. Why, why do that to yourself? dumb decision i got a question for you why are you a racist how <laughs> you were critical of meatball i was not critical of Meatball. well i kind of was she did <laughs> she did kind of do a, a little looting anyone who's critical of meatball by the way is a racist that's what her lawyer said this is the this, this is also makes me want to pull the fire alarm <laughs> So if you had a problem with Meatball, who was out there filming her looting, or if you had a problem with Meatball in the bathtub, which again, don't look at it. Don't look at it. Look away, Marion. Look away. <laughs> you are a racist. If you're critical of that. This is what she wrote. She said, it, this is her lawyer. It sickens me to witness the media's complicity in what can only be described as an all-out assault on black and brown people as their character and actions are mercilessly vilified. What the hell does this have to do with black and brown people? She was out there looting 
there were a lot of black and brown people who were very angry that she was looting in in their neighborhoods in their city she says, um, you know, all of you who posted her mugshot with tears streaming down her face and her hair a mess to satisfy your needs to get clicks and to sell a salacious story. The rightful story should be one of Daja doing nothing more than capturing the raw reality of public outrage when she streamed the events that occurred on the night of September 26, 2023. Yet the media seems so she's a victim. The media seems to have forgotten the underlying catalyst for her actions. It was the dismissal of all charges against police officer Mark Dial, who callously murdered Eddie Irizarry, then the Philadelphia Police Department, with lies and deceit, attempted to cover up the heinous act. Throughout her stream, Blackwell's heard hearing, um, cheering on the crowd, of course, and the live stream ended with her apparent arrest in the back of a police car. She was charged with six felonies and arraigned early Thursday morning with her bail set at $25,000. Wasn't she also the one out there when people were uh, looting the liquor store saying, everybody's got to eat, everybody gets to eat? That that was was her, her. right? Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I have a hard time being sympathetic towards Meatball. I I love Meatball, and yet I also kind of think Meatball deserves to be punished. (laughs) <laughs> I am torn. I have zero sympathy for Meatball. Why shouldn't you have any sympathy for Meatball? Because she's funny, but also, <laughs> she, I mean, she was out there looting, and uh, yes. I, she, she needs she to be punished. She wasn't out there just chronicling, no. like she's some, some internet journalist or something like that. That's a bunch of BS. Why do you let the spin get to you, DeSantis? I'm not why letting do you the, allow the spin to, to corrupt your thinking? I'm not letting the spin get to me. I, I have to reiterate, I think she should be punished. It it seems as though she's guilty. Uh, however, she has brought so much joy to the Rich Zioli show that I I don't want to see her punished severely. She has been she's given us so many fine segments over the course of the last like three shows. I, I can't I can't turn my back on poor Meatball. Henry, do you have any comments on Meatball? <sighs> I, I I don't I don't even know at this point. I mean. Me- you want every, to pull the fire alarm? Yeah, and end it? no. Every time you pull, bring up meatball, yeah, I do want to pull the fire alarm. It's just too. Ugh. <laughs> Talking about her again. And my buddy Uber Joe told me that Meek Mill's raising money for, her, and they've got thirty-five dollars shirts with meatball's face on it. Thirty-five dollars shirt. Didn't the lawyer yeah. poo-poo anyone that shared the image of meatball, uh, meatball's mugshot on social media, and now meatball's selling that same image for thirty-five to forty-five dollars a shirt? By the way, just so you know, uh, for the record, you can get a Zioli Army shirt cheaper than you can a meatball shirt. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. $35 is highway robbery. Right. I agree. So if you go to 1210WPHT.com and you see we have the uh, the merch store where you can get all the stuff for, uh, for all of our shows at the 1210WPHT merch store. Uh, a Zioli Army shirt starts at $28. I think free meatball is $35. Yeah, free meatball is $35. Uh, 35 start, yeah, it starts at $35. You can go as high as $45 for yeah. a meatball shirt. All right, DeSantis, can you text or email Greg Stocker, corporate shill, slash Darth Stocker, slash co-host of Kale & Company, slash brand manager? Yeah. Can we get a Zioli Army shirt? the Kelly Green version. We had it for a while. But now that the Eagles are coming back with Kelly Green, everybody at the link yesterday was wearing Kelly Green. And they're going to be playing the first Kelly Green game in their jerseys, I think, what, next week or the week after or something? Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably so, for a primetime game, I'm sure. Yeah. We should get the Kelly Green Zioli Army shirt back in the store I'm, for BreakingTea.com. I'm pretty sure I emailed him that before, but I'll send another one. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm shocked he didn't get back to you. <laughs> He's a busy man. He has more important things than to respond to my emails. Yeah, well. <laughs> he probably won't respond to this one either. Uh, we'll, we'll give it a shot. Again. We'll give it a try, shot. Try, 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 and try again, all right? Do you think there's a Kelly Green Meatball t-shirt? And there better be. <laughs> be smart. And if there is, I'm buying it. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to find out right now. Let's see. Great radio. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to find the, her uh, her page here. Henry doesn't like a second of silence. I don't like a second of silence. You can't take a second of silence. I don't know how to take a second of silence. I literally saying. took a sip while DeSantis says I'm looking for a Kelly Green meatball shirt. I can't even find the t-shirts. By the way, RFK Jr. is teasing a major announcement. You, it's going to be that meatball is going to be his running mate. 
<laughs> he's got my vote then. He's got to win. He's got to win uh, Pennsylvania. It's a must-win state. Uh, all right, 855-839-1210. He's teasing a major announcement. We don't know what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will say, but I have a feeling he may run as an independent. Uh, that could be something. And uh, the question, of course, that I still think is very, very relevant to figure out, which is what is going to happen with all of the censorship in this country? There's an excellent piece about it in the Wall Street Journal today, how pre-approved narratives corrupt science and any answers on that philadelphia journalist who was gunned down shot to death in his own home in philadelphia what the hell is happening with this city plus will wind power save the shore one of the most biased articles i've ever read in my life i'm guessing because i haven't read it yet i'm going to share it with you in real time because i have predictions to make but i have a hunch that it's going to be proven true with my immense spidey sense of uh, corporate journalism today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Listen, my buddy Dr. Mike Venari is a great guy, great friend of the show, and he is the master of dental implants. When it comes to your smile, a beautiful smile is something essential. You can't take it for granted in life. And you want to go to a great guy. And you know, for 10 years in a row, 10 years, my buddy Dr. Mike Venaria has been voted top dentist in New Jersey, South Jersey, for 10 consecutive years. But believe me, he's worth a trip wherever you live. And that's why patients travel from for all over for his, uh, his care and expertise. They come from California. They come from Texas. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where Mama Zioli comes, of course, to see Dr. Mike. And the whole Zioli family goes there. Reagan, Claire, Patrick, Bridget and myself, and my father, and my mother. We all go to see Dr. Mike, because he's a great guy. He's a great friend. He's a great conversationalist. Uh, you're going to love the uh, the experience. You really will. Pain-free root canal treatment if necessary. It's great music playing in the office, and great people who work there. The entire team is dedicated to patient care. Listen, there's a lot of these corporate dental places out there, these chains. Avoid those places. Go to Dr. Mike Venaria. Two locations for you, Cinnaminson and Woodbury, right over the bridge, easy to get to from wherever you are and worth the trip. You will really love his personality. You're really going to love the care he gives you. And you're really going to love a new smile because dental implants are complicated. So you want to go to the best, not the closest dentist and certainly not a chain. You want to go to the best. That's Dr. Mike Venaria. So call today for your free dental implant consultation. Just go to VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A. My buddy, my friend, and the master of dental implants, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, so good uh, choice of songs, by the way, Henry. Very well ties into our uh, our theme here. I should also mention Philadelphia. There was a tourist aboard a top level of a Philadelphia double-decker sightseeing bus who records on the streets next to Philadelphia City Hall 
9 p.m. last night, George Colony from Florida watched helplessly as a young male on a motorcycle kicked in the back windshield where two kids were sitting. And he had a gun that fell out of his waistband as he jumped down on her car. He then headbutted her with the visor of his helmet as she fights back despite him being armed and she being way outnumbered. She's an Uber Eats driver with two kids in the car because the babysitter is too expensive. And, you know, you watch the video of this and it's just absolutely infuriating and heartbreaking. And the police are looking for him now. They say that the uh, Philadelphia police are now looking for the armed motorist motorcyclist who attacked the working mom with her two kids in the car. They have enhanced stills from George Colony's video. That's the tourist who took the shot. Imagine that you're a tourist and you're in you're you're, you're on a sightseeing bus in Philadelphia. Think how insane the city of Philadelphia is right now. You're a tourist on a double decker sightseeing tour bus. And instead of seeing the Liberty Bell and Independence Hall and uh, all the big sites, you're 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 watching as a motorcyclist jumps onto a car, starts terrorizing this woman and her children. Gun falls out, and I, I, I mean, thank God the guy was there to take a video of this. So they've they've enhanced this now. I'm going to tweet out Steve Keeley's tweet, but hopefully people will find this guy. It's again, it's a culture of lawlessness, right? You think you know these these human POSs think they can get away with this? They have taken over the streets of Philadelphia. All of their motorcycles and ATVs should all be confiscated. There's no question about it. Go through the legal process, of course, but. These people are using these things in commission of a crime. Charge them, take them away, and destroy them. Teach them a lesson. Teach the lesson being that if you get caught and if you're arrested and charged, we are going to confiscate your vehicle. And when you're found guilty, we're going to destroy it. You're gonna you, these will be destroyed. It's the only it's the only way you're going to stop this because right now the cops can't do anything. And so you you have this situation. So this poor mom's got her kids in the car. She gets terrorized. Then you have this other story about this journalist in Philadelphia who's who's murdered. He's a social justice guy, and he's he's murdered in his in his uh, in his Philadelphia house. Shot, I think, seven times. They said. So I mean, the city is just a mess. But Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is still choosing Philadelphia to come to make his announcement. I don't know exactly what the announcement's going to be. My guess is he's going to run third party. That's my guess. I don't think that he's going to... I mean, he knows he's not going to get a fair shot as a Democrat, obviously. He said the other night he thinks that he would take more votes from Trump supporters than Biden supporters. I don't agree with that. I also think that if he were to team up with Trump, it would be a very powerful ticket. Look, but you also have to realize something. I don't know if his positions have evolved. See, I'd love to get him on the show to ask him. He has said some very nutty, lefty, wacky things in the past, particularly on climate change. But everybody has times in their life where they evolve on their thinking on things. So perhaps he has as well. See, if he's a guy who, for example, at one point bought the intelligentsia narrative around climate change. Elisa Finley's got a great piece in the Wall Street Journal about this, about, about science, right? How pre-approved narratives corrupt science, whether it's COVID-19 or climate change. And so here's a guy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who's a guy who has pushed back against the COVID narrative, but at one point was buying in on the climate change narrative. So perhaps the aha moment that he's had, which is to say that he realizes now the error of his ways of just believing what the intelligentsia says, will then make him rethink his past statements on climate change. Because if he's a climate change kook, then I don't want him. And I don't think anybody should want him. But anyway, this is the big announcement he's teasing. He's going to do it in Philadelphia next week. Take a listen. Hi, everybody. I'm going to be in Philadelphia on October 9th to make a major announcement at the very birthplace of our nation. I'm not going to tell you right now exactly what that announcement will be. I can say, though, that if you've been waiting to come to one of my public events, this will be the one to come to. I'll be speaking about a sea change in American politics and what your part and my part is in that change. A lot of Americans who had previously given up any hope that real change would ever come through the American electoral process have begun to find new hope in my candidacy. And I understand the deeply felt concern that people have about the way corruption has overtaken our government. It's in the executive branch. It's in Congress. It's in the leadership of both political parties. And so some people feel a kind of cynicism alongside the hope or 
they lose hope entirely because they've been disappointed so many times. I want to tell you now what I've come to understand after six months of campaigning. There is a path to victory. The hope we are feeling isn't some kind of trick of the mind. We all recognize that there's a genuine possibility of national transformation and its source is the goodness of the American people. Our government may be crooked, but our people are kind, brave, and caring. That goodness is stronger than the divisions that are keeping us all apart. I see it every day on the campaign trail, and the more I see it, the more I trust it. And the more I trust it, the more the path to victory becomes visible. So how are we gonna win against the established Washington interests? It's not through playing the game by the corrupt rules that the corrupt powers and the vested interests have rigged to keep us all in their thrall. Instead, we're gonna to have to rewrite the assumptions and change the habits of American politics. We're gonna tap into a mighty surge of people power to reclaim an honest, peaceful, just, and prosperous America. So I am inviting you to join me in Philadelphia on October 9th. There I'll share with you our path to the White House and how we can all participate in healing our nation. All right. Well, listen, Matt DeSantis, you better get him on the show October 9th. I'm trying. I'm trying. Get him on here. Get him in studio with me. Tell him we can have an hour. Tell him we can have four hours. I don't care. Four hours would be awesome. Sure. He wants to hang out all show. We'll take calls. We'll hang out. It'll be fun. Well, I'm in the process of trying to set it up, but we'll see how it goes. All right. Make it happen. You didn't make Tulsi happen. You have a chance to redeem yourself. Tulsi's been on several times. Not because of you. <laughs> Despite you. In yeah. spite of you, she's been on. Uh, it was because of me with an assist from the Zioli army pestering her on social media. So should we not do the same thing right here? Pester. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Oh, great idea. Yes, you're right. Good good call, Henry. Yeah. Uh, pester Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to come on the show. Badger him. Badger Politely. the man. Don't, Politely. But don't Politely take no for an We want him, him to like us. Right. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yes. Please be nice about it. Right? <laughs> Polite that but would be firm. Good. Polite but firm and unrelenting and demanding and you know that's how you got to do it. This could be cool. I mean, it'd be great. We've had we had Vivek Ramaswamy in the studio for an hour. I'll get any of these guys can come in the studio and hang out with me for an hour. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the game of just um, being here when they need us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, once the PA primary rolls around, then, you know, they're all going to be uh, knocking on the door to come on, I would assume. Exactly, exactly. If we can have any presidential candidate on, can we also have uh, Vermin Supreme? <laughs> yeah, you got a story about Vermin Supreme in my show sheet again today. It was in there le- le- uh, last week as well. You didn't touch it on Friday, so I had to throw I it back not. in there. Can you remind me who Vermin Supreme is, please? <laughs> Vermin Supreme is a guy who runs for president every four years. He is the gentleman, perhaps you've seen him, who wears a giant black boot on top of his head as if it were a hat. Um, some of his policies that he's he's known for is advocating on behalf of free ponies for everyone. And I, I think this election cycle, he's unveiled a new policy in which he would like to develop time travel so that he can go back in time and kill baby Hitler. So some interesting policies that you probably wouldn't hear from any other mainstream candidate. All right, get him on the show. Really? Yeah, the fact that he's got a he's got as part of his campaign platform mandatory toothbrushing, which I agree <laughs> with. I don't like government mandates, but I do agree with that one. And uh, and and that would because that would force my kids to actually brush their teeth and time travel research to kill baby Adolf Hitler. I'm I'm in. So tell Vernon he's welcome in. Vermin. Vermin. Vermin yeah. All right, yeah. awesome. I'm going to email He's him right now. He's got to bring the boot on his head, though, and I want a free pony. <laughs> How are they going to get that in the elevator? <laughs> I think he drops it off at your house. I don't think he brings it to your place of business. He strikes me as a guy that would bring it to the place of business. <laughs> Look, his tour that he's on now is featuring 10 stops across Ohio, Pennsylvania, and New York before concluding October 9th. So we're running out of time. Let's go to vermin.com. What's his what? Vermin is... <laughs> Whatever the presidential ambitions tour. Don't give him any free publicity until he's agreed to be on the show. Presidential, dental in all caps, presidential ambitions tour. Uh, let's see, Philadelphia, he's not even going to be here. He's going to be here. The closest he's coming is Erie, PA on Thursday. Oh, good. That's only the, in the complete opposite corner of the state. Yeah. I'll, I'll settle you know, for I... a Zoom call with Vermin. Uh, uh, 
You think so? Oh, how can we pass this up? The man is promising free ponies for all. Now, there's only 24 people going to his big event, so <laughs> uh, I don't know how much support is there. But you know what? Listen, I, I'd love a pony. Who wouldn't would occupy my kids? Like, go play with your freaking pony and leave me alone. You know what I mean? I know you don't believe in his candidacy, but in 2020, he actually won Massachusetts Libertarian uh, presidential primary. And that got him what? I don't know. Probably like absolutely probably nothing. nothing. Pat on the back. I the bet same it was like thing 50 that's going voters. to happen to you. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Uh, all right. Well, listen. You got two jobs now. Two jobs. And if if you only deliver on Vermin, but not RFK Jr., don't come back. <laughs> One of these things are going to be a lot easier than the other. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just pointing that out. Tell him we won't even pull the fire alarm if he comes in studio. <laughs> All right. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Gavin Newsom, he hates Fox News, but he can't stop watching it. Apparently, he he calls Fox News quite literally BS and misinformation, but reportedly he watches the network religiously. Uh, and, you know, he's doing that, that that Sean Hannity, Ron DeSantis debate that he's going to do. Newsom does not want to stop watching the network and encourages other Democrats to do the same. He says, I'm not naive. I'm not moving the needle at all. The deeper question is, what do we do as Democrats to infect that ecosystem with some reality checks? And it can't be episodic. You've got to go on 24-7. So he is, what he's doing is giving cover to the fact that he wants to go on Fox News a lot. You know why he wants to go on Fox News a lot? Because he wants to run for president. Because he's going to run for president. And Gavin Newsom's complete strategy here is going to be, I'm a moderate. Now, he's not a moderate. That He's not a moderate. That's like saying Vermin Supreme is sane. He's not a moderate, but that's what he wants to pretend he is. Remember, if he gets tapped to be the Democrats nominee, he's not going to have a fight here. It's coming down to two people. It's either going to be Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama. I know Susie. She's not running. I know. It's going to be two people, Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama. And either one of them will just have the blessing of the, the corporate masters of the Democrat Party, the masters of the universe. It's going to be one of those two. And then at that point, you just have to run for the general election. You don't have to worry about running for the primary. It's not going to really be a primary for you. So what you watch Newsom doing, and this is why he, he just signed a law to repeal the law that he signed, which would ban doctors from putting out so-called misinformation, and why he vetoed that bill that said parents would have to affirm their child's gender, identity, and expression, and why he also recently vetoed a, a crazy gun bill, too, in California, and also why he vetoed the idea that we're going to pay workers who are striking is because these are all positions that would help present him as a moderate person. He's not a moderate, but it doesn't matter. You know, it's all about the the perception and the, the corporate media will go along with it, of course. Big tech will go along with it. And Gavin Newsom will do that, that, that thing he does with his coiffed pompadour. And he'll just shrug off anything else. Like, for example, I mean, Target, as I mentioned to you, is now partnering with the Department of Homeland Security to deal with shoplifting. Shoplifting has become so extreme that they're partnering with Department of Homeland Security to figure out how to deal with shoplifting. They're closing stores in places like California, for example, in, 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 in San Francisco and Oakland. They are shutting Target stores. Target's announcing a major policy change with Homeland Security. They're, they're going to make significant investments in cyber defense as it scrambles to tackle spiraling crime. They issued a statement listing the ways it will strive to combat criminality in its stores. They say, at Target, we take the decision to close stores very seriously and only do so after taking meaningful steps to invest in the Quest guest experience and improve business performance. With that said, we have made the difficult decision to close nine Target stores across four states, effective October 21st. In this case... We cannot continue operating these stores because theft and organized retail crime are threatening the safety of our team and guests and contributing to unsustainable business performance. We know that our stores serve an important role in their communities, but we can only be successful if the working and shopping environment is safe for all. They then list their store policy changes, namely Target's decision to team up with the United States Department of Homeland Security's Homeland Security Investigations. And I don't know the full extent of that, but what they said is that we know that we can do better here. And a big part of it is guest safety. So they have a whole policy now. 
They're going to put payroll investments in additional security team members using third-party guard services and implementing theft deterrence tools across the business. They're going to implement tools such as locking cases for merchandise categories that are prone to theft. And by the way, that's a a bummer of a shopping experience, if you ask me. I don't like going to stores where I got to ask a clerk. I, I got to find somebody and bring them over. Can you open this for me? It's a pain in the neck. I, I want no part of it. I really don't. So if I have to go to a store, if I've got to take the time out of my day to find Skippy to bring him over to unlock something because I need razor blades, I'm just not going to shop there. What they need to do and, and what they're really saying here is what they really need to do is to get these these cities to deal with the fact that retail theft is no bueno and they got to prosecute people. That's what really needs to happen here. That's what needs to happen. All the security guards in the world don't do a damn thing if you stop these guys and then they get away with it or they walk out the door with it. But at least Target's acknowledging that theft is a problem. You know, after they went woke over the summer with their baby pride onesies and their tucket bathing suits for little boys, I think they've acknowledged now that woke doesn't work for them. And so what a lot of these stores are doing right now is they're forgiving retail theft under the guise that they don't want to be called racist or or or, or mean to the poor or whatever other nonsense. Target is at least acknowledging that retail theft needs to stop. All right, big fourth and final hour coming up. The latest on President Trump, former President Trump, and his day in court. Why Letitia James is a monster. The battle over windmills at the Jersey Shore. Philly Magazine goes there. How will they present their coverage? I wonder. But before I do that, let me tell you about the great work that NJ Diet is doing to help people lose weight. 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days is a real guaranteed thing with NJ Diet. Look, it's that time of year year. Before you know it, the holidays are here and everybody's bulking up. But you can be looking your best and feeling your best too. Healthy and fit with NJ Diet. And you don't want to take shots the rest of your life. You don't want to take hormones. You don't want to take pills. All kinds of side effects. NJ Diet's all natural. No shots, no hormones, no pills, no surgery, no no prepackaged foods. It's just real chemistry body chemistry works with your body chemistry to make sure that you learn how to get your body into the fat burning zone and you learn the habits you need to keep the weight off that's why it works there are locations close by in king of prussia newark delaware cherry hill and princeton and online anytime with live online video consultations at njdiet.com don't wait make the call today 855-5-NJ-DIET Make the call and lose the weight for good. 20 to 40 plus pounds guaranteed. It's a real thing with NJDiet.com. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.